For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're tuned into the Believe in Bengals show with Solomon Wilcox and Adam Pacman Jones. Hello, everyone, and welcome. That's right, to the Christmas weekend special is what we could call it. The Believe in Bengals podcast delivered by 828 Logistics. He is Adam Pacman Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcox and Adam. Look, Cincinnati Bengals. They've now won seven in a row. They've won nine of their last 10 ball games. Look, it wasn't pretty when we went out to New England to take care of the Patriots. 22 points scored in the first half, zero scored in the second half. We got off to the fast start that Burrow always talks about, but it was a um, slow finish. Um, It doesn't matter to me, Salah. We got out of there with a W. I don't even know when the last time we don't won a game in New England. 1986. 19, <laughs> 19, that was the last century. <laughs> hey, so you know how that, that that speech went in the locker room. No matter Man. how we won, we came out of here with a W. Boy. You know, um, we did yeah. start, we did start fast. Um, and we'll get into it with the show. But yeah, man, I, I'm just excited that we got the W. So am I. I mean, think about it, man. The Baltimore Ravens. They're over there eking out a win, you know, just – but at the end of the day, we got to stay that one game ahead of them. I think it might come down to this final week uh, of the regular season when the Ravens come to town to figure out who's going to take home the AFC North Division title. It might only be the difference between a four seed – or excuse me, a three seed and a five seed. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. But look, here's the thing. Over 300 yards total offense – in the first half, Joe Burrow and the boys came out cooking on that side of the ball. I, I love what I saw from, from them uh, on that side. To be able to play in that kind of cold weather, to throw the ball efficiently, we went right down the field first drive. I mean, I was I was really proud of how the, how the boys came out and ready for this game. I was too. And T. Higgins? Oh, just – what I said, 85-15, throw it up, he going to go and get it. Then he, then he uses big boy pads down there. Like, uh, run him over. Ah, I love it. <laughs> hey, I like 85-15. It ain't a 50-50 ball. It's 85-15 ball. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and Joe Joe, Joe mixed it around a lot. Uh, I tell you this, I felt really good about the running game and the cold weather. Um, I think what Joe had 16 for 65 yards average. We'll get it, we'll get it to him a little bit more when it get colder and colder. Yeah. And, and that number uh would be a little bit bigger. But I was excited, man, how the boys came out. We did have a couple things that we could have fixed on the all-out blitz. Um, I think that was a hot call. Uh yeah. the one that he, the the interception that was ran back for a touchdown. And uh, on the other one, um, you know, that was just a little time with when uh, uh, McCourty stepped in front of uh, the ball and, and got that pick. But I, I wasn't really 
I ain't worrying about Joe, man. Right, yes, we take away the two picks, you know, the game is over. Sally, you know, and I know how cold it was out there. You you up 21, you're like, God, we just hurry up and get this one over with so we get the hell out of here. Let me tell you something. Uh, playing in that kind of extreme temperature, you played in it. I played in it. I can't imagine what guys before me was like because they didn't have the best gloves. They didn't have the best equipment, some of the stuff that we had when we played. Um, but let me tell you something that I remember the coaches would say, it's kind of like going to the dentist. You know it's going to hurt, but you got to go anyway. And at some point, yeah. you got to put your mind over the matter and you got to prioritize what's most important. People don't realize in football, man, we're wearing a lot of pads and those pads make you hotter um, on in, on a summer's day and, and and when you're playing on, in September and October. But uh, the way football players are wired – we got to play when it's hot. We got to play when it's cold. You got to play when you're hurt. You got to play when things are less than optimal. And that's when the real men come out. That's when the dogs come out and you find out who really wants it out. Yeah, and, and I totally agree. And it seemed like the big – and um, you go back. I was a little shook up by uh, McPherson. Um, I just don't expect him to – Miss extra points. The D? Oh, did they come? They was coming, Solid. The uh, defense played good. And then, should we go into it or not? Should I wait about the DBs? Yeah, we're going to get to that a little bit later because we got a special segment to have a conversation about that. Uh, it is a secondary concern, but that's just a play on words because it's become a more primary concern when it comes to the back end of our pass defense. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to tell you who is the performer of the week. Week 16, as the Bengals go out to Gillette Stadium. One week, we got Tom Brady. The next week, we get Bill Belichick. Doesn't get any easier even as we move forward. It's now time for Adam and I to tell you about the performer of the week. Week 16 in the Bengals' 22-18 win over the New England Patriots. For me, it had to be someone on deep and someone who represented yes what the Bengals are all about in this game. And for me, uh, our performer of the week delivered and brought to us by the people at Eli Sports Bar and Grill is none other than linebacker Logan Wilson, Adam. This dude was all over the place. Run game, yes, pass game, defending, hitting, tackling. Uh, There's nothing he didn't get done on field on Saturday. Logan Wilson have been playing at high level. He played high level last week, the week before. We've been talking about yeah. these, these linebackers, man. They are playing top level. I don't understand, you know, and it's just me personally. I thought, I don't know if he was in the uh, uh, the Pro Bowl, if he made alternate or not, but I thought they our linebackers have been playing at the top level and the front end. You know, yes. you got to get credit where credit, credit is due, man. This was a team win. The whole defense could have got the game ball. But that last play, uh, Solly, when Reader stuck it in, you know what I mean? That's like me hitting And they tell, come on, Solly, what you supposed to do? Solly, what you supposed to do? I got him up. What you supposed to do, Solly? Yeah, push the ball Boom. out. Punch it out. <laughs> push the ball out. Clinic That's take. Right. That's Clinic right. take one-on-one. But shout-out to the defense, man. Logan Wilson had an unbelievable day. Seven tackles, uh, seven solos, two assists. And a sack, um, it was a big day for him. Yeah, nine total tackles. You're right. And yeah. he gets the sack. He also had a forced fumble. Um, yeah. we didn't we didn't recover it, but he got the ball out. Uh, and then also a hit on the quarterback. 
Uh, he was in their backfield. He was covering at the second level of the defense. Um, he was forcing turnovers. Um, I just love the way this guy played. And you and I both know he's a former defensive back, turn linebacker. He's got a nose for the yeah. football. Our linebackers, Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt, they cover as well as any linebackers. They play the run as any pair of linebackers in the NFL. Um, they are, to me, what we call three-down linebackers. And there are not a lot of those in the NFL. We got two. And they really are, I think, the backbone of our defense. And I mean, that's why we're proud to say Logan Wilson is our performer of the week. Uh, brought to you by the people at Eli Sports Bar and Grill. Totally agree, man. Great game, Logan. Keep the boys up, man. It's unbelievable how you come from safety and can get down in the box. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And and we seen how strong he is. Hey, man. There ain't no <laughs> doubt. Here's the thing. Bengals defense, four sacks on the day, four forced fumbles. We only recovered one of them, Adam, but we recovered the one that we needed to. Because after after the Jamar Chase fumble, I'm sitting there, man. We don't deserve to lose this game. I I know we didn't play perfect, but we're sitting. Are you telling me we get ready to lose this game? And you you know you're thinking to yourself, we need a turnover. Somebody got to come up and get a turnover. But you know the odds of that happening are so slim. However, DJ Reader took matters into his own hand. He stuffed Ramondre Stevenson. Here come Von Bell. Poked the ball out. Here come B.J. Hill said, I'll take that. One, two, three. The ball is ours, and it's game over. That was a walk-off play by the defense. And, and that's what you teach in practice, man. When it's get yeah, cold like that, yeah, yeah. hey, it's a little bit more easier because, hey, nobody want to get hit when it's cold. Like, not hit, hit. And it's no. easier to punch <laughs> out that ball. Because if you get punched on your hands by one of them big guys, the readers, yeah, man. Or the, hell, <sighs> that hurts. <sighs> He might be bigger. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. Hey, look, Lou Romo, your boys did it again. Did this, it again Lou. this game, I mean, don't get me wrong, and, and I don't want to divide. Complimentary football, offense, defense, special teams, but even Joe Burrow said it. This one belongs to the D. Because that listen, and Jamar makes so many plays. This is this stuff like this gonna happen, man. In a cold weather game. Help our help our listeners understand that ball gets slick. Them gloves yeah. that used to be tacky get a little bit slick, and now they're slippery. Slick. And that yeah. ball, hey, Jamar was making a move. He was doing. He was playing football, and that guy just poked it out. Matthew Judon, and then they came up with it. And now we're looking at these dudes about to win the game. And the Cincinnati Bengals, we've been telling everybody we're better. We're not a lucky team. We're just better than we were a year ago. And that that fumble, forced fumble, fumble recovery was just so phenomenal. I think it made every Cincinnati Bengals fan, it made our Christmas day. <laughs> yes, it, it did. Because I'm sitting here like, no! We went in there, we went in there and had a dog fight. And you know what? Uh, Sometimes it don't, it don't line up how you want it to line up. But when you can go in there and come out with them W's, those are really big games, Sully. That was a Merry Christmas from DJ Reader, yep. Von Bell, Von Bell, BJ Hill, Lou yep. Anaromo, and the Cincinnati Bengals defense. To all the Cincinnati Bengals fans, that was our defense wishing us a Merry Christmas. 
And uh, boy, did, did they show up. Especially if you bet it on the game at three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, that's going to do it for this Performer of the Week segment delivered by uh, the wonderful people at Eli. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sports Bar and Grill. Hey, Adam, you know, like anyone, in a game like this, the Bengals come away a winner, scored 22 points in the first half, uh, didn't look back. We allowed 18 unanswered points in the second half, but still managed to win the game. What for you were some of the hidden factors in this game? What were some of the things that we didn't see, but maybe you saw? Um, My biggest hidden factor was the DBs played better than what we were trying to say they played. Um, Them was some lucky ass catches, Solly. The one that he caught in the middle of the field, uh, 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 um, uh, what's the safety? Uh, uh, Jesse. Jesse should have mm-hmm. got that ball out of there on that one. The other one, that's a jump ball. The other one get tipped, and he just so happened to be in the right place. It wasn't like they beat us, like, in routes or anything like that. Um, I would say we gave up one route. We didn't tackle as good as we, we did the, the last three games, I would say that, too. But, like, my hidden factor is that the DBs didn't play as bad as the numbers make it seem. Well, I'm going to get to that a little bit later because um, I, I think uh, there's some things there that we got to pay attention to. But I think one of the hidden factors in this game is that if you turn the ball over three times in a game, particularly if you minus two in the turnover ratio, which we you lose. were, you lose, man. You, yes. In fact, if you minus two in the turnover ratio, you lose 80% of the time. Your chances of winning go down depreciately. I mean, and so um, we had three turnovers on offense. Joe Burrow had the two interceptions plus the pick six. You know, they scored one of their touchdowns. Some of those 18 points, they were scored when the uh, Luana Romo's defense wasn't even on the field. And that's really because they're like the defense, like we ain't giving them nothing. Y'all offense, whatever you do, don't worry about it because we ain't giving them nothing. But if the offense giving them points, now the defense is like, okay, can't help it. Can't stop that. Can't help you with that. So three turnovers, particularly on the at critical moments in the game, in our own territory, on the very last drive to set them up with a potential game-winning drive. My whole point to that, it's a testament to how good this team is. The fact that you can overcome that kind of deficiency in the turnover ratio, that you can overcome giving them the ball um, right in field goal, in at least in your territory, but yet you're able to get the ball back and still win the game. This tells you a lot about this team. They don't panic. They don't blink. You and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we talked about the character of Joe Burrow, and we said it's spreading now to the rest of the team. And I think this game was an example of that. To me, that's one of the hidden factors in why the Bengals were able to win. Yeah, I agree with that. I never th- I when when they was down there, I, I, I didn't think they would score. I, I, 
Hey, that's good. You better man than me. Cause I, I was like, cause I was betting three, three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see you. You had a rabbit's foot, a chicken leg. Uh, you had all, you had bones. You were throwing. <laughs> you had everything. You had everything. Yeah, I, I didn't think they would go score. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I can tell you right now. I wasn't as optimistic, but I was hey, I was hopeful. Let's just say hey, that. Hey, I was hopeful. Hey, <laughs> I was over here like positive thinking is positive healing. Come on, y'all. <laughs> hey, here's a, here's one more thing, hidden factor before we go to break. Listen, um, for all those who was praying for our team, for our players, and our owner and everyone on that plane, um, yeah. I'm I'm grateful today that um, everyone came home safely. <clears throat> As everyone knows, the Cincinnati Bengals had to make an emergency landing at JFK after having experiencing engine trouble after taking off from the Providence Airport following the win on Christmas Eve um, in New England. And, uh, you know, our prayers were answered. So they all came home safely. They didn't get in until about 1 a.m. in the morning, Christmas morning. Um, but man, I'm gonna tell you right now, I, we, I feel very thankful. I, I really do. I, I feel very thankful that, uh, the team, the players, their families, uh, that everyone, uh, is safe today. And I'm gonna tell you, man, flying in these conditions, everyone be safe out there. But, uh, you're talking about a hidden factor. Um, uh, it was, to yeah. me, it just made, it made Christmas morning that much more special, Adam. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, whoo. You know, it's, it's it's hard out here. So I'm just, I'm just so happy that, you know, everything worked out. The guys made it home, no matter what time they made it home, you know, as long as they made it. So that's right. Um, they made it home safely. That's, a, that's the game. So we want to we want to thank everyone for their thoughts and their prayers. And and um, the Bengals are winners of seven in a row. The winners of nine of their last 10 ball games. They've already clinched. A, uh, a spot in the playoffs. Now we need to go in, take that next step, and uh, clinch the second straight AFC North division title for the Let's Cincinnati go. Bengals. Hey, guess what, Adam? Uh, I have some secondary concerns. I know you said you didn't think it was that bad. It was a lucky catch on the tip and the catch. and the... That's what people said about us when we were – we had a tip – and an interception in the AFC playoff game against Mahomes. Nobody wanted to believe in it. Uh, you and I both know in this game, you make your luck. You make your luck with effort, energy, enthusiasm by swarming around, flying around. In this game, the Bengals gave up multiple deep throws in this game. They allowed Kendrick Bourne a 32-yard catch. They allowed a 48-yard catch on the one that you called luck. I call being in the right place at the right time as Jacoby Myers came down and scored that touchdown. Right then and there, you kind of knew. All right, this ain't cool. And right. then um, uh, Kendrick Bourne had another 15-yarder down the field. He also had a 29-yard run. Well, this dude was breaking us off left and right. My point to this is, once you start putting stuff on tape, Everybody else say, hey, they could be had. Just 50-50 ball. Go with Dill Deep. Just go. They could be had. My point is, 
I think we might have opened up the door to be now attacked more down the field vertically. People going to make you defend what you show them you can't defend. And I'm afraid that what we saw on Saturday is that people got a shot when they go deep. And in comes the Buffalo Bills, who you don't even have to give them permission to go deep. But after seeing this on tape, it was very inviting uh, for, for opposing offenses. So uh, that's my secondary concern. That's the concerns I have right now. I'm not pointing finger at anyone. I'm just saying, fellas, got to clean it up. Andy, they folks ass back here throwing Hail Marys for them three plays. And, and no. yeah, right place, right time. But it wasn't like we got beat. Oh, come on. Come on. Like we just got beat, Solly. Oh, All right, the one the one run, I, yeah, he going to make plays. He get paid, too. The one that we missed the tackles on, he ran up the sideline. All right, I agree with that one. The deep post route, Jesse got to make that play. Jesse picked that's, that ball out nine out of ten plays. That's what I'm talking about, though. You, we're acting like something happened that they didn't earn and they didn't take advantage and make a play. They made play. And that's all I'm saying is what happens is, you know this, uh, Dick LeBeau used to tell us, when you allow people to make a play on you, you're going to have to stop this the next three weeks because as long as they see it on tape, they it's think a it's, a, it's, it's a copycat league. league. They see it as an option. They see it as, a, hey, them linebackers ain't letting us catch nothing. Uh, defensive linemen got everything on. Take a shot deep. That's a 50-50 ball. They got a 50-50 chance of completing it, getting off the bus, even against a good secondary. Once they start realizing they got more than a 50% chance, you can expect to see more of that. I just don't I don't see it coming. Lou Allen Roma is the best coordinator in the in the, in the NFL. He is not finna allow nobody just to keep going deep. Now this week they did. I'm just telling you, I trust hey. in Lou. I, I do I, too. And I do I, too. And I, I know Lou, Lou can't good, play corner. Lou can't I, play corner. I know how good our safeties are to protect the corners. Lou can't play corner. Lou can call I, it so I, they can I, play play. I, play, I, play I, with I trust him. I trust Lou. But I wish Lou could get out. If Lou was out there playing corner, I'd say we're good. Because I know he ain't I giving up nothing good. deep. If, 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 <laughs> Lou, if Lou is out there playing corner, we are in trouble. Oh, no, I believe in Lou. That that explains simple as that. But, hey, here's the deal, man. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it on social. We got to have fun with this. Um. So we, I think it was a fumble, by the way, against Mac Jones. That ball was out. And then he just pushed it forward. And then, obviously, Jermaine Pratt scoops it up. The official blew the, the whistle way too early. They screwed us up on that play. But did you see the low hit by Mac Jones on Eli Apple? First, Eli Apple, man, don't you let a quarterback do you like that. You, you need to man up. That's quarterback. Don't you let a quarterback put you on the ground like that, bro. That's me to you. And I'm just telling you, plus. You can't be putting that on tape either. But Hell everybody, no. everybody that said, how we go. That ain't how we run around here in Cincinnati. Come on, man. We, we glass eaters. Now, I, I, I let, you know, he talked he talk after the game, but he should have smacked his head so hard in that turf. And I ain't condoning, you know, violence. But this is a cheap shot right here. Was that a dirty hit? Dirty as hell. By, dirty by, as hell. I'm going to keep it real. I would have smashed his head I, all the way in that turf. It was I so cold. I've been boom, reading boom, this boom. all morning. I've been reading this all morning. 
it wasn't a dirty hit by the quarterback, by Mac Jones. I'm going to tell you what happened. Last week, on a fluke of a play, the Patriots tried to ladder it back. The uh, big defensive end, who used to be a Patriot himself, Chandler Jones, it, it's like an interception, but it's deemed a fumble recovery because it's a lateral pitch. He picks it off. And then Mac Jones tries to tackle him. Man, Chandler Jones spiked him to the ground. Bam! He bounced him off the turf. And it was embarrassing, too. You know, you, you got kids at home. You got family. Watch <laughs> the man. You watch the man get abused like that. And so now he, put, he found himself in another situation where here comes a defender. And here he is. He just was kind of dropped to the ground, man. He don't man. have the ball, though. He, but he, he don't care. He, he, he didn't have the ball when he got hit last time. All right, so let me ask you something. Is he going to have a letter in his locker on Monday? What, today? Tomorrow? Of course, of course not. He's what? A, He's a quarterback. That dude. I'm betting you. I'm betting you he get fined, Solly. Well, you can bet. You're going to end up paying. All right. He's he not, he not getting fined. Bucks. Honey not bucks, getting he get fined. Honey bucks, he get fined. All right. You you guys heard him. He, Adam, he Adam, Jones, Adam any Jones. Other player, any other player will get fined in that situation on the ball when the ball is away and you going low on somebody. I don't care if you slip, fail, or however you did it. He just went loaded to protect you himself. Cannot do he, that. He's a scared. What I'm trying to tell you, he was scared. He That's wasn't not trying his excuse, to, though, Solly. He, but he all he oh Adam Jones, just listen. All he was doing was dropping to the ground, and Eli no. ran over the top of him. He no, dropped. No. He dropped. No, no. He, he did like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the top hold on, hold on. What did he do? <laughs> what did he? <laughs> <laughs> That's all Matt Jones is doing. <laughs> Everybody, calm down. Just calm. Uh, uh, dude, it's a ghost. <laughs> That's right. That's all he was doing. He was. I'm just telling you right now. He he's that, still getting the fine in his lock on Tuesday. Hey, just because you say it, don't make it so. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll you see. know we'll be able to read it. We'll we'll, we'll find out Wednesday. I think. Oh no. I I I got I can call league office. All right. My, my iPhone eight still reached the league office. We'll know that by four o'clock this afternoon. Fines come out. You know that better than anyone. Fines come. Yeah, Fines Monday evening. You're right. Monday evening. That thing be in your locker. FedEx. See, see. There you go. Tuesday. Tuesday. Hey. Good. That's right. Good yeah. stuff. Hey, great show. We want to thank everyone for joining us. We hope that you had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas holiday weekend. And we're wishing everyone a wonderful uh, New Year's uh, anniversary of 2023. Let's bring it in in good style. Let's continue to cheer those Bengals. Who that? Right here on the Believe in Bingo podcast, delivered by 828 Logistics on Valley Sports, Ohio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.